The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond. On air, online and on smart speaker. Yes, good morning. Welcome along to Tuesday, the 20th of February. Coming up on the KCLR Daily today. I think the Minister's statement is is very disingenuous. Uh, It's well known that the Green Party and government have cancelled and postponed roads and bridge projects all over the countryside. So for the Minister to lay the blame for the failure to progress the ring road, um, bridge and northern extension uh, on the Kilkenny County Council is simply untrue. Local Councillor David Fitzgerald hits out at comments made by Minister of State Malcolm Noonan with regards to the lack of progress on the Kilkenny Ring Road extension and we'll be hearing from David just after the news at 10. We're also talking the most disliked positive phrases. Happiness is a choice. Love, live, laugh. And it is what it is. They're all phrases in the top five of people trying to create good vibes that maybe rope people up the wrong way. Jerry Farrell will answer your financial questions. I was cooking up a storm and taste for a tenor challenge this week, although I did forget to bring it in yesterday. You'll get to hear all about it live this morning. And we'll be playing today's best music and your favourite songs of all time. All that on the way after the news at 10. Read this morning by Angela Doyle-Stewart. Thanks, Brian, and good morning. A young woman has died in a road crash in County Waterford. It happened at around 10.15 last night at Quilla in Tremor. The woman, who was aged in her 20s and the sole occupant of the only car in... The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond. On air, online and on smart speaker. Um, Joining us now with his thoughts on Malcolm Noonan's comments and more, um, local councillor David Fitzgerald. You're very welcome along to the KCLR Daily. Good morning, Brian. Before we get into these recent comments, not that many of us need to be reminded, but let's remind ourselves of the history of the Ring Road. Okay, so the Ring Road was built, the first section of it from the Callan Road to the Dublin Road was built in the in the early 1980s. Um, it was then extended uh, in the noughties from the, from the uh, Dublin Road to the Castle Comer Road. And it was always intended that it would then continue on um, uh, over to the Freshford Road, um, and that would link up all the major um, uh, radial routes into Kilkenny City, with the exception of the Tullerone Road and the, the Ballycallan Road. And it would also provide a link uh, around the city to St Luke's General Hospital, and so you could have um, you, you could access the hospital without having to go through the city centre. So it was always considered uh, to be a vital link within the city, and has been in the development plan of the city for decades. Okay. Um, so there was there's no argument from anybody about the building of the Northern Ring Road Bridge, and and it's important that people don't think that you know, w- there is some hesitation about it. There isn't. W- every member of Kilkenny County Council wants the Ring Road Bridge, the Northern Ring Road Bridge extension built. The but question is, it is, hasn't is, is, been built, and, hasn't and there was protests built. at the time, and people talking about no need for more bridges over the river, for example, um, and presumably that process of protest caused delays. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't propose to rehash the, the, the that debate that took place in 2014, except to say that there was always a view that there was two bridges needed. There was a bridge within the city centre, and that was particularly needed once the the Smithwick's Brewery closed and the redevelopment of the Abbey Quarter, as it's now known as, uh, became a reality. There was always a need for new infrastructure in that area, and that has been delivered. And I think the vast majority of people now realise that that was a very good project and has created an excellent link in the city. But there was, it was never an either-or situation, and some have tried to present it as an either-or, that you either built the, in, the the city bridge or you built the Northern Ring Road extension. It wasn't. It was that we needed both. 
and there was always the intention that the Northern Ring Road Bridge would be built and an application was made and that was appealed on environmental grounds and it was shot down by Europe. So then we were back to the drawing board in the last number of years. And the difficulty we have at this point in time is that the roads budget nationally has been slashed. Effectively, the money has been taken out of the roads budget by the current government and they have put that money into a whole range of environmental schemes. So roads projects and bridge projects right across the country, Kilkenny, Limerick, almost in every county, Carlow is another example, where roads and bridge projects have effectively been parked or shelved because there's no funding, mm. because the funding has gone into other, other uh, projects. Um, we're aware of that obviously we've heard a lot of these funding projects is that the key hold up at the moment in the potential extension of the ring road the funding Absolutely. I mean, Kilkenny County Council got a small, a very modest sum uh, to do some traffic surveys. Now, to put that in context, Kilkenny County Council was allocated €100,000 to do some traffic surveys. The cost of the bridge is likely to be £20 million plus. To do the preliminary um, technical engineering work, to do the the in, the the, uh, the the surveys of the, of the land, the waters, the hydrology, all of that, uh, you're probably looking at an initial cost of about a million euros alone, in that alone. That money isn't available to us. We cannot, prog- Kilkenny County Council cannot progress the project without the funding, without the approval of the minister. When I was mayor of the city, I wrote to the minister and I asked the minister for his his assistance to try and progress this project. And I got back a very curt reply that simply said, go right to the TII, the Transport Infrastructure Ireland. So the minister is, has, has done this on many occasions with many projects across the country because effectively the dogs in the street know the Green Party don't want to build any more build any more roads and bridges. They they are they're focused on an entirely different uh, transport agenda um, for the country. But the reality of it is for anybody who lives in St Canis's Parish on that northwestern side of the city, or they're coming in from Freshford or Johnstown or that direction. That bridge is vitally important. Um, there is literally um, gridlock within St. Canis's Parish every morning now with the four housing projects under the way, underway, with two new schools under construction, a population that will is likely to double in size mm. in the next five years. So we are so this area is totally under resourced with infrastructure and the bridge is vital. And Instead of blaming Kilkenny County Council, what Minister Noonan should be doing is going to government and saying, look, Kilkenny needs a bridge and uh, advocating for the funding to build that bridge. And obviously this, in the statement, you know, Green Party Minister Malcolm Noonan accusing Kilkenny County Council of, of failing to progress the Northern Ring Road. Um, surely he should be aware of the lack of funding that's available there and as such, maybe pointing the problem more towards Transport Infrastructure Ireland or the department. Well, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know what the motivation of, uh, the, behind his comments, except to say that the minister is more than aware of the issues around this this bridge. He's more than aware of the lack of funding. Um, this uh, appears to be a, an attempt to deflect away from criticism that has been levelled at the at the minister and the government for failing to deliver this project, and effectively trying to put the blame on Kilkenny County Council. And I'm and I have been involved in this project to deliver this Northern Ring Road Bridge for many years. I've spoken on on this programme on many occasions about it and its importance and I know for a fact that the the difficulty in delivering this project is not with Kilkenny County Council, it is with national government Mm. and this represents a broader frustration that the public are having I mean we had the farmers in yesterday 
the IFA, the new leadership under Brendan Hickey, um, Paul O'Brien and uh, Bill O'Keefe were in with us. Um, and they talked about their frustration of how their ability to farm is now being radically impacted by a whole series of measures that are anti-food production, anti-farming and effectively are not understanding that uh, are not supporting our farmers through the difficult transition which has to take place. Isn't that more of a European issue though? It's not really. I mean, Simon Coveney, I was with Simon Coveney in, at the ploughing match um, uh, last September and Simon Coveney stated Fine Gael's policy, which is very different to other political parties' policy, which is this. We believe, Fine Gael believe, that we can reduce, we can achieve our 25% reduction in carbon emissions in the agricultural sector without, without affecting production. So production will stay at the same levels, but through a whole series of supports, we believe that we can get the uh, reduce the uh, carbon emissions from that sector. That's not the same in others. Other parties actually are looking at trying to redu- reduce production and to make farming smaller. That goes against the food-wise and harvest um, programmes which have been the at the core of our food production strategy since, since 2010. And I believe that um, we, uh, as as a government, have to support our farming sector. Equally, uh, we have frustration about windmills. I mean, people, yeah. there's, there's a whole range of policies that are being implemented that have huge impacts on communities, and it's not being thought through. It almost it's like as if there's a bunch of fundamentalists who are talking about our environment as if the rest of us don't understand. We'll go back to the road situation in just a moment, but just to finish up on the um, agricultural question, farmers may ask. Um, if Fine Gael has a plan and yet Fine Gael are in government, why hasn't that plan been implemented already? Does Fine Gael feel maybe slightly hamstruck by their connections and the fact that the Green Party are in government with them? No, Fine Gael's plan actually has been to, to work with farmers in terms of um, uh, investment through the TAMS, the Targeted Agricultural uh, Measures Scheme, uh, to actually support farmers in bringing in extra, for example, extra capacity to deal with slurries on their farm, to change over how they, um, to, to move away from the plate um, distri- um, uh, slurry uh, spreaders, etc., to an injected system. So farmers are ready to make that transition and they can make that transition. We're also looking at a few years ago, Coveney himself brought in um, uh, beef genomics where you have, you shorten the production life for, for, for beef, for example, which reduces the carbon footprint of that beef. Mm. So Ireland is actually a, at the cutting edge at a European level in terms of clever ways of reducing the carbon um, cost of, of food production in this country. But we should also be prepared to say that we are the most efficient uh, dairy and beef producers in Europe, if not in the world. You know, we should be, instead of Irish production being focused upon, you should be looking at, at production on mainland Europe where they're using grain, they're, they're not based on a grass-based system. Yeah. And so, you know, if Europe wants to get its, um, its, 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 its targets down from an agricultural sector, don't start with the most efficient, productive sector. Start with the least efficient. Ireland is the most efficient producer of food in Europe. And that message needs to be made loud and clear to Ursula von der Leyen. And that's that's going to be at the core of the European elections coming up. And we had a listener who's in the farming industry on to me yesterday when we were talking um, to the deputy chair of the IFA about the similar sorts of suggestions. Now, this particular farmer was saying, well, if, if Europe is the problem in relation, in relation to governance and all this red tape, they were suggesting that maybe we should step away from Europe. I mean, have we not got autonomy to control these types of topics ourselves? 
Look, if people really want to start getting into that debate, just look at Britain. Britain is in recession. Look at look at the state of the British economy. Look at the state of British industry. Um, Ireland is has not only become a great beneficiary of Europe, but Ireland has become one of the driving forces within Europe, particularly with the departure of the United Kingdom. I think our place is absolutely at the heart of Europe and our place is absolutely at the heart of the climate change uh, transition and debate. What I am saying is that if we're going to do this transition, whether it be on roads or whether it be on wind farms or whether it be on farming or whether it be even about, you know, traffic in the city centre, these are all, all these projects mm. are being connected to climate change. They have to be done in a way that allows shops to survive, people to continue to farm, people to be able to get to their hospital efficiently and safely that people can get on with their lives. You are not going to, we're not going to achieve any of these targets if the, the, pro, the, the projects we bring in effectively shut down society. I'll give you a simple example. We are now dealing with, we are now seeing that the number of EV and hybrid cars sales have actually stalled and gone backwards. Why did that happen? Simply because they're just, they're too expensive relative to, to fossil fuel cars. What did the government do last year? They actually went and they cut the, the, um, the subsidy for EVs and electric cars and now we see the effect of it. So, if people, it does pe- seem a bit strange pe- that people they cut want the subsidy on electric cars at the same want time to talk about further investment into the infrastructure to try and make them uh, more usable. It does seem like a bit of a, a contradiction in that regard. People, people want people want to transition. I know this talking to people, but they also want to be supported through that, and they want to be able to live in the meantime. Okay. And that and that I think message has been lost. And I think there's a say you're looking at some fundamentalists who just don't get the fact that the rest of society has to try and be able to survive through this. One final point I want to make. Well, I've got you a couple of questions for you. You, you, look, you, look, you, look at, you look at the roofs around, around Kilkenny and Carlow and across the country. The ones with the solar panels are, are the middle class roofs. Mm. Ordinary people who are, who are energy poor, they're not being supported through this energy transition. Yeah. So, so we need to have a serious look at how the whole uh, climate change strategy is being delivered. It's not that okay. we were against it, it's about the delivery of it. Well, let's, we might finish on that point in a moment, but let's refocus on roads just for a second. I mean, I want to talk about one small issue locally and uh, a very much more important issue nationally. Um, uh, the clearing a high street of cars and the 15-minute allowance is something that traders have been on to us quite a lot about. It sort of came into effect with the recent changes in parking charges in Kilkenny City. Um, is there any sense that that 15-minute allowance, are they going to revisit the, the situation regarding parking charges and parking allowances? Disabled badge parkers have had their time reduced from uh, sort of an unlimited time down to two hours. Does that all need to be reframed yet again? Well, firstly, just to explain my own position, I voted against it. I was the only one of seven councillors who voted against these new parking charges. I voted against it because I felt the changes were going to be, uh, were, were not going to work and the problems that you were now seeing uh, were, were predicted correctly by me at that time. I said the loss of the 15 minutes was going to damage the ability of small businesses in particular who rely on drop-off to, uh, to continue to trade. You're seeing reducing numbers of people coming into the city centre, which means reduced footfall, which re- re- means reduced trade within the heart of the city. That sooner or later will lead to business closures. You're already seeing it. So. I was I was uh, the key person who called for the establishment of the city centre task force back in 2019. We established the city centre task force, and that has failed miserably to support 
uh, small businesses in the city centre. Remember, there's two and a half thousand people working mm. in Kilkenny city centre. The increase in, in long term all day parking charges in the city centre, who does it affect? doesn't affect uh, a whole range of people who already have private car parks. It affects low-paid retail and office workers who are already at the pin of their collar to be even to 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 uh, to pay their bills. And now they're finding that their cost of coming into the city to do to to go to work has increased significantly yeah. on them. That's not good business. That doesn't make any sense. All you're going to do is shut down um, the city centre. Later in the show, we're going to be speaking to Paul Donoghue, Pleasian, uh, Divisional Roads Policing Inspector. Um, so far this year, we've had four road deaths in Kilkenny and Carlow. Um, last year, which was not a good year, we had eight for the entire year. Roads like, for example, the N80 need to be seriously looked at. The amount of deaths that we've had there is phenomenal. Is what you're suggesting a Green Party policy to cease or reduce funding for roads causing people's lives? And do Fine Gael carry some of the responsibility for that, for allowing the Green Party into government with them? Well, firstly, I'm not, I'm not here to attack the Green Party or, or government. I'm simply pointing out these are, these are the, falls, the, the, the flaws within the policy and I want the changes in the policy. I'm not, I'm not playing the man, I'm, play, I'm playing the ball here. The, the, the Gardaí will tell you that the reduction in the numbers within the Garda traffic corps has directly li- is directly linked to the increase in road deaths. We need to increase the numbers who are in the Garda Traffic Corps. You, you may have noticed overnight Minister McEntee is now talking about increasing not only the Garda, the numbers within the Garda, but also within the reserve. The, the, the reserve. And I think that's an important step forward. The only way we're going to reduce uh, the, the deaths on roads is to have continued investment in road safety on the roads themselves to make sure the roads themselves are fit for purpose and are safe and that means taking out dangerous black spots uh, dealing with high speed points take out, Do you need to that, take out the Green Party in order to be able to take out those dangerous black spots? Look, the, as I say this is, not about, this is not about one political party it is about um, we have to have a sensible roads policy. You cannot simply say we'll never invest in roads in Ireland again simply because we have a climate change. The climate change crisis will be dealt with over 20, 30 year uh, project and it's important that we do it and we take it seriously and I take it seriously. But as I said, in the meantime, we have to make sure our roads are safe, they're fit for purpose, there are enough Gardaí to, to ensure that the, the rules and regulations that we bring in are properly policed and at the end of the day we'll see the numbers come down. Um, and that's that's how you fix it. Mm. Well, for now, Councillor David Fitzgerald, thank you very much for joining us on the KCLR Daily. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie